This programme was first broadcast on Canterbury's community access radio station Plains FM 96.9 and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Welcome to Foundations, a weekly programme brought to you by the Reformed Church of Christchurch. Hello, I'm Esther Smith. Christians refer to God as being three persons. You no doubt have heard of God the Father and God the Son, that is Jesus Christ. But the third person, God the Holy Spirit, is less well known. Here's Hendrik to tell us more about this third person of God, the Holy Spirit. If you were to go to the city centre in Christchurch and interview 10 different people, asking them the question, who is God? You'd probably get 10 rather different answers. Indeed, who is God? The supreme being? The big guy upstairs? Well, Traditionally, Christians have defined God as three in one. He is one God, made up of one, the Father, two, the Son, and three, the Holy Spirit, or to use another name, the Holy Ghost. Well, the Father, he is the one who made everything, right? And the Son, okay, that's Jesus Christ. But this Holy Spirit, this this Holy Ghost, what is he all about? Is he like a ghost in a haunted house, spooky, causing unexplained phenomenon? Truth be told, the Holy Spirit is not as well known, not as understood as the other two, the Father and the Son. In fact, throughout the history of the Christian Church, the Holy Spirit has not had nearly as much direct attention as the Father and the Son. Well, Christians have always recognized that the Holy Spirit is very important. He just hasn't been the center of attention in the same way that the Father and the Son have been. The thing is though, the Holy Spirit does not command as much attention as the Father and the Son because by his very role, the Holy Spirit practically pushes the attention away from himself onto the other persons of the Trinity. You see, you have to understand that out of the three persons in the Trinity, It is the Holy Spirit who works in the hearts of believers. When a Christian says, God lives in me, he is talking about the Holy Spirit. But what does this Holy Spirit do in the heart of the believer? Well, among other things, he directs the attention of the heart of the believer to the other persons in God, namely the Father and the Son. Now, if this seems hard to understand... Just think of an agent for a professional athlete. The agent does a lot of work behind the scenes, work on behalf of his client. He does a lot of salary negotiating and public relations work. But as an agent, he does not draw the attention to himself. If he is more well-known than the athlete he is representing, then he's not doing his job very well. He does not arrange for himself to be the star. Rather, he puts the focus on the athlete. He works on behalf of the athlete, as a representative of the athlete, pointing everyone's attention to the athlete. In a similar way, 
the Holy Spirit draws attention not to himself, but to Jesus Christ. When the Spirit lives in your heart, you think not so much about him as you do about Jesus Christ. So the Holy Spirit points to Christ. This role of his can be seen in a number of different Bible passages. For instance, in John chapter 14, we read about how God the Father would give his Holy Spirit to believers. Then Jesus says, Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. So after telling his disciples how the Holy Spirit was to be sent to them, Jesus Christ tells them that they would see him. But how would they see him if he was no longer around? The Holy Spirit would help believers to spiritually see Jesus, because the Holy Spirit would point them to him. And then there's a story we read about in the second chapter of Acts. There we read about a special day known as Pentecost. Now, Pentecost was the Holy Spirit's big day. We read in Acts 2 how the Holy Spirit did some really incredible stuff, like appearing as a flame above believers' heads and causing them to be able to miraculously talk in all sorts of foreign languages. Now, one of the followers of Jesus, a man by the name of Peter, began to explain to the crowds what this strange stuff was all about. And for sure, he told them about the Holy Spirit. But he told them just as much, if not more, about Jesus Christ. Listen to the conclusion of his speech. Therefore, be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. The Holy Spirit caused Peter to say this. So even on his big day, he does not let the focus remain on himself, but on Jesus. Now, you might say, what's the big deal? Well, the Holy Spirit wants to point you to someone very special. If you try to focus only on the Holy Spirit apart from Christ, then you are doing something the Holy Spirit himself would not want you to do. He wants to point you to the one who came to earth to die in order to pay for sins, Jesus Christ. But now, how can you know if the Holy Spirit is working in you, helping you to know Jesus Christ? Well, quite simply, you've got to have faith. The Holy Spirit works in you by giving you faith. You know, some people think they have to have some sort of wild, far-out, mystical experience before they can know that they have the Holy Spirit living in them. But the thing is, faith is all the experience you need. The Spirit uses faith to point Christians to Christ. And the wonderful thing is, if you have this Spirit living in you, if you have a true and living faith in Jesus Christ, you can know that He will never leave you. He will always be there helping you believe. We read in John 14 verse 15 and 16, If you love me, you will obey what I command. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counsellor to be with you forever. The Holy Spirit will be with you forever. Mind you, sometimes believers look at their lives, and they see how much sin there is in their heart, and they begin to think, how can the Spirit of God live in me? I fail so often. I disgrace the name of Christ. 
And yet, the promise of Jesus is very clear. If you have faith in Jesus Christ, if you look to him for forgiveness, you can be sure that this is possible only because the Holy Spirit is in you, giving you faith, pointing you to Jesus. Oh, for sure, this does not excuse sinful behavior. We must work hard with the help of the Spirit to overcome sin. And of course, the promise of the Holy Spirit is no comfort to those who sinfully refuse to repent and believe and live a godly life. But still, when the Holy Spirit gives you a true faith in Christ, a faith that works itself out in a life of service to God, then you can know that the Spirit gave you this faith, and He will remain with you forever. My friend, do you have such a faith? Do you believe in the truths of the Bible? Do you desire to serve God and Him alone? Is the Holy Spirit working in you, pointing you to Jesus Christ? I pray that He is. And if He isn't, I pray that He might break down the wall of your sinful heart, that you may repent and believe, and that you may know the wonder of Jesus Christ. You're listening to Foundations on Plains FM 96.9. Today you've heard Hendrik Barker reading edited material written by Reverend Jim Klausinger. Would you be comfortable calling someone you don't know a brother or a sister? These names imply a strong bond. Christians call fellow Christians brothers and sisters because there is a strong bond between believers. We hope you'll join us to find out more about this next Sunday at 10am or 10.30pm. For now though, goodbye from the Foundations team. You can contact the Foundations team by sending an email to foundationsonplanes at gmail.com. Join us for worship on Sunday at the Reformed Church of Christchurch. Our services are at 10.30am and 5pm at 63 Cornwall Street. Mm-hmm.